social self pride can just be so like snooty and up their own butt that it's just, it's really, they can be really hard to approach. And why I'm so prejudiced against <laughs> social, I mean, the wrong self press the wrong self press I mean, it's partly obviously, well, it just feels dry to me. You know, it, it is feels, dry. It, um, it, it needs feels, water. It feels plain. <laughs> it it's like juice. overly plain. Self press those, yo, you know, it's kind of <laughs> pit, you know, it's like dry dirt. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's yeah. The big hormone enneagram. I'm John Lukovich, 415, sexual self-pres, 458 traffic. I'm David Gray, self-pres sexual, 9 with one wing, 974 traffic. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-pres, with 854 fixes. Hi, I'm Nancy, I'm a 3 wing 4, self-pres social, with 369 traffic. Hi, I'm Alexandra, I'm a social self-preservation, 9 wing 1, 963 traffic. If you like or hate us, make sure you go like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and make sure you leave us a review. So we're gonna roast. We're gonna roast the stockings today. Oh yeah, we're gonna roast those stockings. We're gonna roast those stockings. Except the stockings. (laughs) Except the self-pres middle, because you know we're the only serious ones here. Because we're the perfect, (laughs) we're the 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 perfect stockings. This is a gang up. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted to make sure that you were here for this Uh because we wanted to shame you as much as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Sexual middles vile. Social middles vile. (laughs) Self-pres middles middle hygienic and serious. Hygienic. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you don't have self-press in the middle, you're not checking yourself. Yeah. If you're you have self-press in the middle. <laughs> running wild with your genitals out. If you got sex, self, sexual in the middle, just like yeah. well, flashing you know, everybody. Now that you say that, you some truth. Hmm. Just out here in the streets, mm-hmm. flashing everybody with your, with your junk. At least God. with self-pres, you got the decency to cover that shit up, put it away. Yeah, with self-pres mm-hmm. middle, you're like, you know what? Not them. <laughs> <laughs> Not them. Yeah, there's a wall. There's no access. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll try it. Yeah, I'll I mean, that's true. Converting. All right, which one do we want to start with? Or do we want to do plugs first? Let's do that. All right. Big Hormone Enneagram. Please buy my book. Uh, please rate and review my book. And... Uh, if you want to support me, it uh, turns out that uh, you can goad your local bookstores to uh, supply my book in stores through their Ingram account. Uh, Ingram is some kind of distribution company. It's international. So I believe you can get my book anywhere. You can order it from anywhere in the world through your local um, online bookstore. Also, uh, you know, should, Ingram Spark should have an account with whatever you order your books from. So, anyway, that's been a thing where people who are in other countries are like, how do I get your book? Um, Amazon might not be the way to get it if you're in another country. It might be just some local book thing. You can just search my book. Um, uh, tentatively, I'm planning a trip, possibly, uh, Egypt, to Egypt with two, two friends of mine. And so we are in the really, really early stages, but it might be in December or January. So I'm just putting it out there for people to think about and consider 
as they save up. It might be in the realm of like four thousand, five thousand dollars, which is a lot, but it's not bad for Egypt for about maybe twelve to fourteen days. And then uh, lastly, uh, the Enneagram School. Josh and I's new Enneagram School is officially <laughs> recognized by the state of New York. That's our our name now, cool. which is cool. Um, and we did that course on the development of you, the centers, which went really well. You can buy it on our website, theenagramschool.com. But we're, uh, we kind of took a pause cause we were just, that was a lot. And we are coming back with, um, an intro course. We're just going to do a straight up intro to the Enneagram course, which is like, just, you know, maybe you feel that's not your thing, but maybe you're trying to get your friend into the Enneagram. Or you want something laid out more systematically. Uh, we're going to probably launch it in August or September. So that's what I got. DAA, Dark Arts Academy. You want to become dangerously perceptive and skilled at seeing the types clearly. And we're doing that by trying to get an experiential intuition for the types uh, through watching videos and comparing and contrasting how the types show up in real people. Recently, we've been looking at the instincts. We started looking at the sexual instinct in the gut center, and we recently recorded a class where we were looking at the differences between how a social self-pres person might access their blind spot versus the self-pres social. So that was really interesting. It's kind of like new territory for us. So uh, check that out. You can get all this information at uh, uh, anygrammar.com. We also have a Discord that's popping and lots of people talking, and you can find that in the members area. What else? I think that's it for now. Okay. Alexander? Alexander. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, right. yeah. Jeez, Tell us. guys. Oh, yeah. You're Tell there. Right. I have. <laughs> All right. I am the world's leading expert in the Enneagram crossing with astrology, True, as amazing. I've been told. Um, so I have my you I have my Enneagram readings. <laughs> claim it. Yeah. That I'm thing. number one. <laughs> Just edit the part out. <laughs> Um, I'm the best. So I have, <laughs> so I have my Enneagram readings open. I'm sorry, my astrology reading opens on opened on my website on Saturn ruled nine. That's the number nine, Saturn ruled nine, and also um, an extra component for the Enneagram School. Josh Levine, who is one of the founders of the Enneagram School, and I are going to be hosting a um, attachment support group. We're still kind of, I think that's going to be the title, but we're still kind of, um, we're still kind of workshopping things. So just be similar to John's Egypt trip. Just be on the lookout. Just keep an ear out for more information about that. It will be limited capacity. Um, we're thinking between eight to 12 weeks, but it's going to be a really um, intensive, really intimate, really potent experience. And I'm really excited for you guys to check it out. I am a triple attachment. John's, not John, Josh is a triple attachment. <laughs> so everybody's going to um, get attached to you during the class. So we <clears> will <throat> we will hold you and see you and guide you. <laughs> so just keep a lookout for that. I'm really excited about it. So you're using my word now. You're using potent, potent experience. <laughs> you want to you wanna talk about what you've been working on today? Oh yeah. Um, also, be on the lookout. I'll. This will also be out on my website on Saturn Ruled Nine. The Bachelorette is starting up on um, June twenty sixth. So news. just just Breaking be news. just just be on the lookout for. I'm going to be putting out some content after that. 
um, with a sort of crossing of reality TV and the Enneagram. Well, I'll go through the show, talk about everybody's types, observe their motivations, just talk about their behaviors. I think it'll be pretty fun. I started to experiment with it today. I think I know what I'm doing. I think it'll be fun. Just be on the lookout. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Emika. <laughs> yes, be on the lookout for Alexandra defiling the Enneagram with the Bachelorette. Okay, you guys all watched Milf Manor. Don't talk to me. <laughs> Milf Manor was hey, very deep content. We were yeah. able to make that deep and interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm can, deep and can. interesting too. I can do it too, okay? okay if you can go. make Milf Manor interesting, okay. there we go. then I, like I can that. make some. That was good. You did no nine disclaimers or erasures right there. That was good. Thank you. Yes. You, you I'm got, deep and interesting and smart. She amped, she stood her up. ground. That was yep. impressive. Yeah. Uh, God, you guys are so annoying. We're going to train you on how to stand your ground. You're going to have to individuate constantly. God, whatever. Well, if you're going to be part of the support group for a times, come on. Yeah, eventually we're going to hope this is not true, but now I'm willing it, now I'm speaking it into existence. Eventually we're going to have a dehexad training course where we're going to put especially Amica and John through this hexad detoxification program. A hexad detoxification. You want to learn how to be less fucking obnoxious? Come to our course. <laughs> So especially for Impossible. the sevens. Yeah. <laughs> you got to help me understand how that's going to be beneficial to me. It'll be beneficial to everybody else. Well, that's not my concern. <laughs> that's the thing that you don't understand. <laughs> that's not you know my what? concern. I was watching I'm this. having a good time oh, with myself. God. Being you. <laughs> that's, well, that's all that matters then. <laughs> it's my world. Watching, You're living in it. <laughs> I was watching this YouTube video this morning. I didn't finish it because it was like way too long. But it was um, basically a commentary on like the rise and fall of Andrew Tate mm -hmm. and just how amazingly obnoxious and annoying he is. Anyway, I don't know why listening to you talk reminded me of Andrew Tate, Amica. It's <laughs> a great compliment. But I, just but I just had to bring that up suddenly. The most Googled man on, on the internet. God. I'm just like, if I'm half as charismatic as he is, then, you know, I'm in, I'm in good company. Uh, it's just the content's different. It's just the content's different. So. All right. Speaking of social aids, let's. Shall we start with the dictator stacking? <laughs> the dictator stacking. Social self. -press. Or should we even intro what we're gonna do? Yeah, on we today's should. episode. Yeah, with context, people are asking for more. Context. Alexandra, you've got the <laughs> intro. Yeah, since you asked for it. All right. So today we thought we were going to go through all the stackings and basically just roast the shit out of them, you know, and discuss them at length about what we like, what we don't like. But we're mostly just going to comment on the cringe on all six of the stackings. We're roasting them. We're not talking about what we like. Okay. Well, I will probably end up talking a little bit about what Why I like. Why are we talking about what we like? <laughs> For what? It's a nice balance. I don't know. <laughs> Harmony. Social Just harmony. Even Joseph nice. was on that shit. He's like, we should talk about what they like. Why? <laughs> Why? There's enough positivity in the <laughs> world already. <sighs> okay. Well. I don't know. I well, actually, I'm actually on the, the positive vibe. I think that actually could be uh, kind of interesting because... John has started my hexad yeah, detox well, program. See, you just become more nine if you see no, no, when, this woman. That, that, yeah, that's that all meme, that you're saying. If you when, are, the, when the pussy's so good, it got you saying, <laughs> Oh my God. What's, 
<laughs> that 9OC is so good. It got you laid up like... I know this yeah, isn't the positive John... of the stackings is good. Yeah. I know this isn't John speaking right now. This is this yeah. is Pussy Whip John that is talking about how good, how positive the world needs to be. Guys, okay. I think we all just need to take more naps and, uh, you know... Uh, You've been be infected. vague about everything? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it's like. I've been in a relationship too. You know, you start saying things that you don't mean. (laughs) Well, looks like I win. We're going to be positive a little. Uh, But what was it? Oh, there there was something I was saying though. There was some other thing. The way you're on the positive train? No, I I mean, I I do think there may be something kind of interesting there. Yeah, Um, yeah. I'm just being obnoxious. Just a rounded discussion. Just being Andrew Tate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Gotta push something. Right. Social self-pres, we could start with them because that's that's the most dominant stocking in the typology community. It's like fifty-five percent of the people that we type, yeah, are really this stocking. Social self-pres, yeah, yeah. So that makes yeah, me feel I mean, much less special. I don't know how much we've talked about it. Here. You felt special. Of course, I felt special. <laughs> I was born you're, special. You're literally the most common type that we yeah, get in the Enneagram. Social self-pres, nightwing one. Yeah, bitch. Well, look where I am. Okay. So, <laughs> how common and unspecial must yeah. I be? I guess you're not. You're not so common, huh? I, I guess we... it's not just a type thing. I guess it's just a me thing. Uh-huh. It's not thing. Okay. So there we get to the special. <laughs> but seriously, social self pres is. I mean, if you see our Discord, uh, yeah. it's like yeah. super so, social self. So to frame that up, I mean, I don't know if we've said it here or an aspect of the framing is. Like to me, social actually, in a way, is the personality ruling instinct. Yes. Right? It's why us social blinds look like dead people, right? Because we're, <laughs> it's like the personality isn't switched on, the lights aren't on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then with self pres, <laughs> it's structure, right? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. social self pres is the structure of personality. Yes. And, and yeah, I mean, it's why it's just overwhelmingly represented in our group and in OPS and we get a lot of OPS people coming into our group that are that stacking, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So. The types that uh especially why social self pres nine, because you get nine who's sort of like constantly wanting to figure out themselves That's and right. and so social self pres and nine is like who I am is gonna be contained in this personality system. It's gonna frame up who I am. He's gonna tell me about who I am and they get ad- identified with the types. Yeah, it's it's uh it's interesting to see that pattern play out. How common social self press? I mean, because out in the world, it seems like self press social is pretty fucking common. It might even be yeah. more than social self press, but in this yeah. scene, that's what I think. I think oh, I think so. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't think I've run into many social self presses that's in the right. wild as much as I'd want to. No, the I corporate feel like... typings we do. The corporate typings we do have been overwhelmingly self press social. But that's mm-hmm. expected. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like uh, self-pro-social could be like 70% of the population. Could be. Yes. Just yeah. at one stack. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's possible, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I mean, think... It's, it's why everything, <clears throat> just the world, just switches, you know, in the panic mode when there's financial crisis or some kind of natural disaster kind of thing, et cetera. It just, like, everything... Oh, my God. Everything is dying if the economy <laughs> is broken yeah Mm -hmm. yeah 
Yeah, I'm supposed to be roasting self prez, but I've got one in the chamber for <laughs> self prez social. I'm, I'm the most triggered by self prez social. I am sure. too, okay. actually. Oh, really? It's, oh, yeah. completely. I think I might be the most triggered by social self prez, and here's why. Well, Good. did you have a why? Did you have something lined up? Someone? Go for it. Uh, go for okay. it. Okay. Um, here's why. I think that the sort of like framing up of personality or framing up of relational dynamics what tends to tick me off about social self-press perspective is like there is kind of like a type thinking like reducing oneself to one's categories or whereas or something not even a role like for example i've talked about like different genres of women and so sure okay social self-press is really attached to certain self-genres like oh i'm a, a girl who has this type of hair or um this my race and these these sort of facets of being because it it becomes more like these things that frame up who i am are who i am and so that 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 always feels so wrong to me because <laughs> there's like a real unpredictable thing about sexual chemistry that goes way beyond like your race mm -hmm. or right. um what you're into or if you like going to starbucks you know just like there's these <laughs> things that become like cultural categories that mm -hmm. uh, social self-press get really serious about. And I'm like, they really? Do, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. You like to drink, like, uh, what's that type of beer that people get really into? The PBR? Not PBR, but like the IPAs. Like, that's a cultural genre that people yeah. are identified with. Like, there's some True. social self-presses that get really serious about, like, oh, you don't know this type of beer. To me, that's a little bit. That could be also. There's some self-pres social bleed into that. Yeah, stuff. That, that, to that, me, this, like the brand product, right? Food things, brands. Yeah. Piece, to me, social self-pres is more irritating on the whole social justice thing around what oh, that's group true. Yeah. you belong to. That just yeah that makes me want to machine gun some people. <laughs> Tell us more about that, David. <laughs> Tell us how you really Just feel. The casual, the casual yeah. nineness of that statement. <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. I mean, self-pres. I self. I'm sorry, not self-pres. Social self-pres. Are we talking about which one are we talking about? <laughs> Whichever you want, baby. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, self-pres social triggers me for different reasons. But shut up, Demi. <laughs> <laughs> she forgot what day it was. <laughs> Um, yeah, but social self-pres can be as much as I like to, as much as, as like refreshing as they can be around, they also tend to be the ones that get under my skin the most, probably because like I know what they're doing. And sometimes it really is a matter of, um, like just relax. <laughs> I know that that's like a nine. Um, I know that it's coming from nineness also, but there is a sense um, social self-pres is responsible for all the categorizations of everything yes. and the upholding of like these separate compartments of social categories. Um, and you know, like the structural rules around how these categories are to behave and to interact with other people and da, 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 da. And it does take out like, it does take out like the natural, um, like just like the organic chaos that's part of the social sphere. Um, and then just like on a more person to person level, social self press can just be so like snooty and up their own butt that it's just, it's really, they can be really hard to approach. And really, um, even when they think they're being chill, there's like an inorganic, yes. um, 
there's like an inorganic kind of stuffy quality, even like, I mean, and I see it with all of them. Like even what's like a super chill tri-type, like DJs even, even with mm. social DJs, I still see that kind of uprightness of like, okay, you think you're being like really loose and fun, but you still kind of like rigid act yeah. like you can't poop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, in social self-prize, there's this kind of like scaling, measuring, determining quality around interpersonal interaction. Yes. And it's like a constant both shaping as well as trying to perceive structure, right? Mm -hmm. It's like I'm shaping That's the structure true. and I'm trying to perceive it at the same time. Yep. And so there's this kind of like reading social micro nuances, uh, <laughs> like, like as if there is like a very fine but structured spider web connecting things. And like, you know how a spider like registers like the little tremble of an oh, insect yeah. in it? Mm -hmm. I can feel like that. And like, that's mm -hmm. got some meaning that it's, it's like the meaning is already determined. Like the tremble mm -hmm. already is associated with what that oh, means yeah. in a right, social right, right. way. The social significance <laughs> is all already determined. Yep. And so what can drive me crazy about social surprise is they kind of can see things as already being set or determined in a certain way, right? Like, these yeah, are the options true. for doing X. This is how it goes this way. Um, it's done either this way or this way. These are my options. And it doesn't have to be that way at all, but mm -hmm. whatever their structures are has in their minds did, made this determination. And so... Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of like the snottiness because I'm snotty, you know, uh, it depends on how the snottiness goes. Um, you know, I'm like, don't fucking touch me or whatever, but, right. <laughs> and I, and I like, I like the self-pres middle makes them serious about relationships and connections, mm -hmm. you yeah. know, like yeah. I value seriousness. And so there's that, but then another way that the seriousness can manifest that goes to Alexander's point about the, even DJs have, they can drive me crazy is you know how in like a museum when they like the they move a painting and they all get like gloves on and they all put yes. the hand the gloves <laughs> on and they move the painting. So you can have like an insane painting like uh, Goya or something like this, but the social press are still putting their gloves on to move the painting. Mm -hmm. right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. There's oh, still this kind of like like if they're like if a social press uh, is like really promiscuous and they're like thinking they're like getting in touch with their sexual instinct. It's still in this kind of procedural, mm -hmm. yep. untouched way, mm -hmm. mm. you know, and and so I'll see this kind of like I'm <laughs> yeah going crazy, and it's yeah. still kind of <laughs> they're fucking in the museum. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like yeah, like uh, it's still got this very conscientious, not conscientious, but like context aware. How's yeah. this coming across? Is this you know kind of this whole deal going on? Yeah, the mm -hmm. labeling of uh, sexual categories is definitely a social self-press thing. Like the mm -hmm. little, right. all those, you know, like all the, all the, the, I think you mentioned before all the, uh, the new categories for yeah. a type of polyamory, polyamory that's that in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. A social self-press came up with that. Like, we have to come. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. All the different because they did, we have to honor it or else <laughs> they're going to come after us. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like all the, uh, the different categories of kink of like the yeah. um you know the power bottom or the i don't know sub yeah, bdsm that, is that, that whole thing it's just yes. like subcategories for 
you know, we're going to decide that this, you're going to play this part, I'm going to play this part, mm-hmm, and we're right, going to explore right. this category of sexuality. Right, and these are the rules, yeah, aftercare or whatever, it's like, you know, that's part of like the rules <laughs> and stuff term. like that. <laughs> what aftercare fuck? sounds so clinical. <laughs> uh, it sounds Yeah, it, is, it sounds very clinical. Yeah, you know, and whatever, but I, there's, I. what was I going to say? There is, I feel like the people most likely to read like self-help books are social self-prez types not like mm. in business or whatever like that right. but like relational kind of like self-help how do you approach this is going to be social self-prez how to win friends and influence people <laughs> is social self-prez i still think that i know you guys typed what did you guys type uh robert green social self-prez social self-prez perfect yeah, yeah. yeah. those what is it 38 34 laws of, power. laws of power 48 yeah some and amount seduction. of powers yeah it's yeah. all about you know Social dynamics. Yeah, there's like yeah. like social self prez is writing the creed, you know. It's writing the the tablet. It's writing the rules, and things are usually approached in like a really. I think John, you said procedural, and that sounds really right. I mean, yeah. like like they're BDSM also- is like what I described with like a Goya painting with uh, museum gloves. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like like nothing. Like when people I I, I followed because jealousy is like a big issue of mine, and so like. I started following polyamory accounts just to be like, how do people deal with this shit? Yep. And it was all from a social press point of view. And, you know, all these polyamory accounts are um, talking about, like, like sharing love. Like, like there's more love, but it's not from, a, like, a, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like a, from a very restrained, like, somebody looking at, you know, the board game Risk? Like, it look, <laughs> like looking at, like, all these different categories and moving over here and stuff and... And um, you know, relationship anarchy and all these terminologies. Is that like, a term? It's that totally they came a term. up with. Yeah, it's, <laughs> fuck it's, does that it's mean? It's a real term. Uh, what does it mean? <laughs> I don't know yet. Is it's, it? Is I think it it's something like no rules. I think it's something like no rules and regulations or hierarchies oh. or anything at all. No, nobody's more important than anybody else in some way, and it all. And I not, guess you can just go with the flow with anything. Yeah, I guess it's it's not like inherently like promiscuity or anything like that. It's just like no. Con- like no rules <clears throat> well that's like um that's almost like uh what would you call it a uh, an attempted antidote to mm-hmm. social mm-hmm. self right. yeah. because like a, one thing i was going to say is like a big piece of, another aspect of social self press we kind of talked about it you know kind of uh, around the corner but is sort of um an emphasis on the power of the personality the mm-hmm. imposingness mm-hmm. of personality there's a really good series that i think is uh uh very social self-pres and i recommend it as sort of like a i don't know high oh, vibration you... artistically speaking it's it's called the english okay, uh, okay it's with uh emily blunt and it's really well made and it's it's beautifully shot artistically and highly recommend it but it's one of the and one of the things that's interesting about it is you see this there's numerous there are numerous scenes where it's two people facing off with each other and just it's like a gunfight with their personalities Hmm. you know it's like who's going to be the most imposing and it's even the 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 way it's shot you're seeing one person you're often looking up at somebody that's up high on a horse and that it's got this power kind of feeling of yeah dominance or uh, being an overlord or something mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting yeah you know i think um i suspect that like you, like you know that show succession yeah, yeah. 
that that's right probably here. social self praise. Yes. I mean, yeah. a lot of self praise social in there too, but it's like all about power, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. It's and about bloodline and all that. Social. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like uh, the people that are really into that show are absolutely insufferable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, another another uh, famous um, writer uh, who's probably social self praise who like gets at what annoys me is Aaron Sorkin. Mm. he's oh, like a yeah. playwright and oh, he's yeah. done like he was into the west wing and his the newsroom and like his style of like in the social network uh mm-hmm. movie like his quippy style is so fucking annoying to me yeah because it is it's like what you described like personalities facing off but everybody's like super clever and then you know and it's just yeah, like yeah, yeah. it's so annoying no there's a bunch i mean social self-pres to me kind of rules that realm of writing and publishing and newspapers and Debates. all that yeah. whole, whole, that whole sure. space yeah i mean it's uh and so there's a <clears throat> ton of famous writers for one thing novelists and so forth um and people associated with you know news journaling and all that stuff uh game of thrones is huge yeah. social self-press show i couldn't get into that show i mean look at the title game of thrones yeah, absolutely. <laughs> there's so many people involved and there's so much uh uh, my sister got me to see a couple episodes of like the spinoff. I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, it's, House of the Dragon. Yeah, it's essentially the same thing, and it's just like everybody's scheming, yeah, to get ahead. The and... great lineage of the Dorthrak of the the Ninth <laughs> yeah. Kingdom of yeah. Z- yeah. Zorn, you know. Yeah, and and I'll never forget the the how genuinely upset. My parents were, most particularly my dad, who was social self-pres, that I was not respecting his lineage. Oh my god! Right, because of my 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 ex-girlfriend oh my at the time. And I'm like, <laughs> your lineage. The your fuck are lineage. you? But yeah, that social self-pres kind of like looking at yourself as a function of some kind of, I guess, yeah, lineage. Like that, the, even the idea of lineage is like, what? Oh yeah. So, I just, yeah, just I even no the idea, idea is yeah. like something is very wrong with the world, but that's so much of what motivates a lot of uh, social self press actions, like mm-hmm. writing one's uh, memoir, for example. Well, it also gets into the thing genealogy, right? And all yeah. that shit mm. and all of that tracking your family tree in micro degrees and all True. that shit. Yeah. And I love how that much shit. you are of one race <laughs> or whatever. There's also hell yeah, give it. There's some social surprise anywhere and teachers out there who can't describe the sexual instinct other than like leaving a legacy and other, <laughs> other oh kinds God. of social Dude, instinct social terms. Surprise. Yeah, oh. a yeah. certain teacher who yeah. will not name. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, what I do like about social surprise. And what? This is no, oh, no. This isn't wait, like a what? shut up, shut up. No. We're not gonna like. It's not gonna be like a whole section. There's but I do feel like it like. needs to be mentioned. <laughs> I actually <yourself>. do. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna say it anyways, because you guys fucking like me, so you why must like you this say, too. Why would you be the one saying? The You're the exception. All right. Okay. <laughs> what I was gonna say was. <laughs> When social self press isn't on the like high horse and like the dictator, you know, um, mindset or whatever on some kind of conquest mode, what I do, I do find being around social self press can be relaxing to me because it allows me social without feeling like my boundaries are going to be impeded on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Like, I feel like I can have the connection and I can have the discussion and I can have the engagement and the interaction and the exchange, but they're still going to be seated on the other side of the table. They're not going to try to touch me. They're not going to try to dance with me. They're not going to be like staring into my eyes like, you know, I'm a piece of meat. Like Until they actually do that. (laughs) Well, well, until we get the social self-presence that'll do that. Let's not forget. Well, (laughs) sure. Well, that's, you know, that's a good point. 99% of them will will respect your boundaries. Yeah, as a general thing, their approach is to be, yeah, is to like maintain a certain distance, you know, is to be kind of like, um, yeah, I guess just to maintain a distance. That's true. Which I like, (laughs) because sometimes I have interacted with people, social self-pres, or not social self-pres, self-pres social, social sexuals, where I'm just like, get fucking off of me don't touch me don't we don't what are you doing (laughs) we don't anyway we'll get into other stackings for that but for that i appreciate social self-pres what if i like yeah i mean so one so one thing i'll say is i watch a fair number of movies you know on all the different streaming channels and stuff and the social self-pres movies are uh better movies uh, yeah. usually um and the self-pres social movies it's um man it's i'm just like allergic <laughs> to it i mean just a lot of those action movies and yeah. oh right and stuff yeah like i can't that. do those yeah and just uh i don't know there's there's even stuff on like apple tv about the beginnings of nintendo and it's like a comedy or whatever (laughs) and it's kind of it's well done and they spend a bunch of money on it but it's ultimately them talking about the contracts you know that they signed and shit and it's just like oh my god how did you do this because it because you can see they spent a fuck ton of money and it's just this isn't even about you know, anything that has any real drama on a bigger scale, which is what mm-hmm. you get with social self-pres. It's yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I said it before, but that kind of seriousness, you know, yeah, like, that's right. it's not always what I take seriously, but it's still, like, I value seriousness. And right. I think, part, you know, the fourth thing is depth. And I think that social self-pres does have, when it's not in somebody who's, like, fucked up, does, like, seek a certain kind of depth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can sometimes get satisfied with the, uh, like, uh, a pretext or a false version of depth, but it's still, it's, like, looking for those roots and foundations and things. And so mm-hmm. I've always had a lot of social press friends yeah. um, for that reason. And, yeah, like, what Alexander said is, like, when they're, you know, there's exceptions, but... They're either going to really stab you in the back or definitely not stab stab you in the back. Mm-hmm. You know, God, that's so true. It's kind of like no in between. God, that's so true. Getting stabbed in the back by a social self press is real and it's hard <laughs> and it's rough. Yeah, you've I had that experience, Alexander, right? I have. Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, I think that's that's what I. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to make a side comment about uh, the sword imagery that comes mm-hmm. up yeah. in uh, yeah, exactly. social self-pres. Yeah, so it's Smack got that. Down. There's there's the, the stabbing motion. Yeah, well, there's <laughs> that overlap with one, too, that social yeah. self-pres can really, um, can really just kind of act like they have the authority of God. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, so we've kind of like, been talking about that this whole time, mm-hmm, in a way, right. one piece, which is sort of splitting things into black and white. Yes. You know, you're either on this program with me or you're 
the worst person in the world, and that's where mm-hmm. you get the social justice shit and and all that stuff. And and it's sort of micro labeling in that one ish way that you know where ones are breaking everything down into detail and so forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I would say that, <clears throat> and I noticed this with um, probably the typing videos are the most that I get to observe real people. <laughs> over the last how many years like getting to actually see people just talking about themselves and one of the really noticeable differences between social self-press and self-press social is regardless of whether i like the social self-press or not they always seem more interesting because social self-press has like this wider perspective and people have like interests that serve to act as social hooks and so there's like a real kind of like similar to how mm. sexual self-pres has like sexual hooks like i gotta work on things that will hook people in an attraction kind of way social self-pres seems to have because of the self-pres middle developing interests that serve as social uh connection hooks and so they can come across conversationally as more interesting Whereas um, self-press social is kind of like, well, I'm just, you know, kind of in my own track here doing my thing. I go to work and I, you know, it feels much more, here's what I do. Here's my world. But it's not necessarily pulling back and getting the perspective that social self-press does. It's like, I care about the world and I care about these certain issues or I care about these certain interests that plug me into the world. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it seems like it'd be easier to make, be friends with someone who's social self-press because they actually have like hooks that you can get into yeah they're putting it out i mean it's Thank in you. some in some ways it's you can kind of uh i mean you could probably pit any of two instincts versus another one but one of the ways to put them sort of oppositionally is that social and sexual are both doing hooks in certain ways and self res mm-hmm. is kind of just take take me or leave me right mm-hmm. i'm i'm this lump here are you into it or not? Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I guess we can move to self-press social now since we've already started roasting. Now. I, I'm wondering if we're, I think we should maybe just make this a series because we're. Yeah. Actually, yeah. You, know, you just want to roast social self-press this one episode. That's, that's a good or, idea. Or the two or Let's whatever. Let's do the two. We could do the two sexual blind stackings we've and then the two social blind stackings. Social that's true. Do. All right. But I want to go hard. On self-press social. Harder. Harder, yeah, 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 like a full episode hard, or, or well, I, I think I think we got some juice, you know. Okay. Like, I mean, I, you know, Emma, you started with talking about uh, social press annoying you the most, or something, and it's maybe, debatable. Right. It's, it depends on the day of the week, the triggering, whatever, whatever, whatever you said. But I was thinking, connecting that maybe because you're, de- I don't know what what your mom said. I can't remember. She's self press social. She's self press social. Well, both my parents are self press social. <laughs> self press social drives me fucking crazy oh, because yeah, it's worse for me. Uh, man, it's just like, um, uh, yeah, what David spoke to of just like fretting and detail mm. about stuff mm-hmm. that seemingly goes nowhere. You know, like that HD, HGTV or whatever that is, and those kind of <laughs> yeah. endless sh- cooking shows and yes. house shows and like this. Things, th- it's objects. Thingness and procedure and yeah. like cooking is a procedure and preparing. Yes. And then a bunch of people commenting on the like uh, food show is like people go like, first of all, you're watching food. You're not, you can't fucking taste it. So what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. Like, what is the point? Yeah. You're imagining what a, like, so, so souffle or whatever t- tastes like. So yeah. You're just watching these people just eat it. 
yeah. then go, oh, delicious. Oh, that yeah. one has, could have had more raspberry. And you're like, <laughs> how? Yeah. It amounts to nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, like, even, like, when you enjoy a meal, like, I don't give a fuck about how it's cooked. You know what I mean? Like, it is, <laughs> I don't care what, the, you know, yeah. because who cares, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, like, trivial, procedural. Yeah. It's like watching um, somebody, like, inject dyes into cells under a microscope or something like yeah. that. Yeah. It's just, like, I don't care. And so that kind of um, fuss that builds for something... Like I get mm-hmm. that the build that something it builds towards is often special and good and nice and wonderful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that mixed with um, thinking that that procedure is something social worthy. Yes, you know, it's yes, like this, the, yes. the 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 self present top of the social can make the minutia of whatever thing I've got my attention on as somehow a a material that is bond worthy. Anyway, I have friends. We hate all selfers. <laughs> I, I have friends that are selfers social who like know how to do it right. You know. Yeah, no, but, I agree. But overall, it's like uh, there's a lot of just like there's there's a lot of sense of like being like friendship and love and relationships come out of our things that we do together. Yes. That but but it's like it's not like what we were just talking about with social pres where it's like oh I'm going to like make an intentional effort to create a bond and maybe that bond won't work and maybe that bond will work but so surprise is like hey um you live in this building i live in this building or self social yeah i yeah. You live in this building. we're roommates or like we're, we're apartment yeah. mates or something like yeah. we're connected and i'm like or we no. all run this same path every day when we jog or <laughs> right. just yes. whatever yeah yeah. My yeah. my dad's version of bonding with me was just to like lift weights with me, but not yeah. even talk to me. Which is like fine. I'm good with not talking, but like I realized like years later that that was my dad's bonding thing with me. Is mm-hmm. that he would like sometimes spot me on bench press, you know? And he had he'd have his headphones in and be listening to music completely isolated and stuff like that. But, like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. He he goes through. He's obsessed with funk music and like spends hours hunting down obscure like funk music from the 80s and 90s and and then you know putting them in playlists and then he goes to the gym and he goes like really hard at the gym and he started looping me in when i was like 14 and i so i really appreciated that because as a fucking four wing five i needed some being in my body but Mm -hmm. uh yeah he would just like we would it'd be completely separate and he he would just like we'd we'd spot each other on bench and that was our only interaction for that so he had <laughs> so he had the headphones on blasting music while this is going on yeah why couldn't he just like put music on speakers like what well we were at like a gym you know? oh, okay okay okay, like, okay we were okay. at a gym so he had his head i mean but i think part of it my dad's i'm i'm pretty sure i go back and forth between my dad being a nine and a five but i think he's a five he's definitely five <laughs> yeah he yeah, I think so. he needs that isolation and like he needs that to shut the world out with the headphones and stuff like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there's like this just absolute like lack of connectivity, but it was all like either that or help. Like he, one of the things that made me vote five over nine was that he doesn't chill ever. Mm-hmm. Right. right. And so one of the, the, the experiences I had growing up was he needed to be constantly working on a project of one kind or another whether he's drawing or whether he's like working on the house or the car or a watch or something wow 
And so a lot of Saturdays I'd like have to wake up early and like do yard stuff, you know, like that was very like didn't know why it was important. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that like in retrospect, I was like, oh, that was also probably bonding for my dad. And I had I was just like, he's just making me his little servant, you know, like so it's like this weird thing for me. Which is one thing to say about, and we've said it before, I think, on other episodes, with the the instincts, the the love language yes. is that dominant instinct. So he thinks that this is uh, a more meaningful exchange to you than it actually is. Yeah, yeah he, uh, my dad collects vintage stuff, mm-hmm. and so I spent a lot of my childhood in vintage stores and vintage like antique shows. And I like I like comics, and I think part of that is not only because I draw, but also because my dad would go on these like weird hunts for like old obscure wash parts, mm-hmm. and he would leave me and my brother at some old guy that didn't even know who we were, like his comic book stand, and just go off. And so like my childhood was like looking through like comics and then finding like old Playboys and stuff like this, <laughs> and, like <laughs> like a very early like psychosexual images of uncovering different like. <laughs> Vintage Playboys and stuff like this in from vintage stores. And so it was like stores and stuff and clothes and watches and just very weird. Mm-hmm. My mom is a huge hoarder. Growing up, uh, my parents were, you know, evangelical Christians. We grew up in the church. And so our vacations in the summers would be going to these fucking Bible conferences in Oklahoma Oh my god! Because oh <laughs> Oklahoma is like the most Bible Belt place on yeah. I- in the world, and so my only exposure to the outside world was to go to these things. And I met my first uh, like it be- she became like my pen pal girlfriend at one of these things. We held hands. We held hands, which was like unheard of. My my parents thought that she was going to be a witch how, who would defile. I was 15. A witch. <laughs> Amazing. Was a witch. I wonder how, like, 15-year-old Emika, like, with all your eight bravado, but, like, holding hands of, like, like... <laughs> <laughs> no, I was really... I, believe it or not, I was pretty shy. No, I that. believe that, actually. <laughs> I believe that, yeah. But, uh, where was I going with this? Um, so, they would collect... So, all these ministers, like... I can even remember some of these people. John Hagen, uh, something hmm. Copeland... Like these, like big time. I know. He's from San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. He's horrible. A lot of these, like Southern ministers, and so they would just collect. My mom would collect these books and these tapes that she would never listen to. So the basement's just full of all these ministers, all their tapes, all their fucking. Like you go to this convention, they they fucking record the convention too. So she buys Mm -hmm. the tapes of the convention that she went to. So like the basement is full of all this like evangelical ministers memorabilia like magazines because you know the the um i forget the name of the magazine but there's like charisma that's the name of the magazine for like the (laughs) like all these and so there's like stacks every single magazine that shows up she's got all of them in the basement and she just never gets rid of anything so just like huge hoarder the stacking so i've got some riffs so but frame it with you know my typology and why I'm so prejudiced against self-press <laughs> social. I mean, the wrong self-press. The wrong self-press. I mean, it's partly, obviously, well, it just feels dry to me. You know, it, it is feels, dry. It, um, it, it needs feels, water. It feels plain. <laughs> it it's like juice. overly plain. 
and you know uh <clears throat> i'll do a punchline at the end of my spiel here let's see um uh, <laughs> um that the when i was first learning uh the instincts you know back where i met john on the on the reso discussion board it you know about 10 years ago things started to take off a little bit in terms of getting deeper into what the instincts really were and that was at a time when i was you know the work that i do I'm, i sometimes travel and i was uh out in west texas and you know the instincts were really starting to i was really starting to get them at the bodily level and just all around and i was at a restaurant out in west texas in bumfuck west texas and uh i was sitting about 10 feet away from an older couple that uh had just finished their meal and they got the check from the waitress and they had a coupon and they started getting into the discussion of God. of do we tip on the original amount uh not including the discount or do we tip on the amount of the discount and here's what happened it went on and on and yeah. on when i thought they were stopping they kept going and i would just could not believe it i was just my jaw was on the floor just how is this even and and seriously you know this was a this was a restaurant where you know plates probably cost uh 10 dollars a plate so we're talking about the difference between a dollar 50 or something you know what i mean it's like god. oh my god how is this how are you still doing this for 10 minutes you know so that drove me just completely insane um oh it's so, like the show seinfeld yeah people love that shit yeah because it's all about things and little details about the thing that went wrong and she had man hands or there was something physically whatever yeah so anyway um yeah and i've said this before and um this has been uh one of my jokes about self-pres social um just conversationally it feels like they're handing me a piece of cardboard <laughs> and and i'm supposed to actually be interested in this piece of cardboard it's like why are you handing me a piece of cardboard there's there's nothing here. There's not even any, you know, interesting pizza grease on this thing. This thing is just dry nothingness. So. Oh, something I noticed with self-press socials is that it always feels conversationally that they're bringing you into their work and that like their own self-contained yes. life. So there like we're talking about maybe uh, a topic that uh, maybe has some like wide perspective that you can sort of like pull different things from and it mm -hmm. comes to the self-press social they're going to relate it to well i went to the to the doctor this week or you know i was <laughs> yes. sick so i was God. sick you know with this thing like, they make it so specific to their own like you're forced to be in their body or in their <laughs> bullshit yes. <laughs> yes and it's so like it's personal like day-to-day -day nonsense that i'm like wait we were just talking about some interesting topic. thing over yeah. here but you just made it about your personal like day day. minutia or whatever yeah. that's annoying <laughs> and I, this this is uh i don't know if this is yeah maybe this is changing it a little bit so i don't want to interrupt anybody if you got some shit but no thing that really drives me insane there are two things that really drive me insane about simple press social 
is they're uh, just they're gross. Yes. <laughs> like going to Emika's point about going into their body, like like they tend to have the most like gross humor and mm-hmm. crudeness, and even like God, that's uh, true. I feel like porn is very self social. Yes. Very. Yes. Yes. You know, it's yeah. very like genital yeah. slapping. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the thing to put in the thing, yeah. and it's big. Oh my God, yeah. Jesus! <laughs> Come on, there's yeah. a lady present. <laughs> you know what you no, signed up for. <laughs> Whatever. Do you have no social graces? <laughs> um, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know, and it's it's just yeah, it's all it's just the 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 parts and function, but there is just yes. like. Like even like social press friends would like fart and think that was fun. Oh yeah, yeah. and I like I wanted to punch whoever did that in the balls, you know, immediately because it's just like that's gross. It's not not just there's something childish. There's something makes me want to uh, like like bully them, Mm. (laughs) you know, for Mm. for still thinking that's funny. You know what I mean? Um, That kind of humor, and then the way they are with like relationships and sex. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very. Um, I mean, d- like d- a d- list. It's like a list, and like with David's point about that couple, you know, like their romance is based on figuring out little details. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so then there's this way of like there's there's their sense of romance or whatever can be like, who is the best uh, co-pilot for literally piloting something? <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Like, like just getting hot for my coworker, or like the person that I just function in some some way with, like a roommate. Like that's separate totally. social it's relationships. Roommate. It's roommate. My teammate. Yeah, yeah. teammate. Yeah. And you know, I this difference is such a like social self pres versus self pres social, or like self pres social kind of grounded in the bodyness. It feels crass in a way, and and when you see mm-hmm. like self pres social collages. There is no mistaking. Well, sometimes we still have a hard time, but it, it, it feels like such a huge difference because the self-press social collages will just be gross stuff, like grossest collages we've ever seen. Like we had to, it was so consistent that we'd have to call it like body gore. That's what yeah. we had to, yeah. Like, no, yeah. Like I know exactly gross. what you mean. There's some though that are like, then the other version though, that is where they're clean and they're, mm-hmm. they're yes. somewhat glossy, but it's just mm-hmm. like a travel brochure yes. and it's just got objects yep, yep. and food and things. And yeah. it's just, it's not giving you like social self-pres does where they're signaling you know what they're into mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah, like uh, social sort of. self-pres is describing a world and yes and then self-pres social is kind of describing like an atmosphere of home like this is yes. this is where i sleep yeah. this is this is the food i eat the, the type of plate that i eat on and the little teddy bear that i sleep with it's, it's yeah. got that quality my lifestyle <laughs> kind of thing yeah. well like i feel like um you know like the band guar Mm, I've heard of them. They're like they were like this really grotesque like shock. uh, Yeah, they had wild costumes. Yeah, but it was like very gross. I think they're like, like you know, I remember when I was trying to find part of my experience of whatever was, I felt like very little anything related to me, and so I like went out of my way to investigate different like corners of music and art and stuff like this, and you know, not like in in middle school and high school. I'm talking about so nothing like too extraordinary but you know in that process coming up against these different genres of like metal and industrial and stuff like this and 
you know, there's like the social self press stuff I could get into, like, and it's got that lofty, it's got the aesthetic and the high contrast mm-hmm. stuff. Then there was stuff that was like, um, was it Mastodon or something? I can't wow. remember, but these bands that are kind of like a little bit like, got you and gross self press, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, self press those, yo, you know, this kind of pit, you know. It's like dry dirt. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, yeah. Like pig, Slipknot, even I yeah, think is probably yeah, self social. Sure, the pig, the pig symbol is uh, the pig symbol. You can't get away <laughs> from it. It's like so, just rolling around in the mud, like not afraid to get dirty. Like actually, it's better if it's dirty and it's just like, you know. Yeah, the self press, self press relationally, um, relationally probably offends me the most. <laughs> self press, like social. by a lot. Yes. Let her cook. Yeah. Not and me, there's, you know, and there's you. like, yeah, <laughs> right. uh, yeah, you offend me in a very different way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, your turn we'll is coming. Okay. <laughs> is coming. <laughs> um, yeah, self press social offends me probably the most, and you know, here's the disclaimer of not all self press socials because I've had a few. Yep. Um, really great conversations and really consistent resources of like really great conversation and connection with self-press social. Um, but what can annoy me is that there's always like a push. I always have to kind of push to get there. Mm. Um, like the auto, it doesn't just automatically come out, which whatever as a nine. There's like, a, I greatly value the automatic <laughs> quality of things. But there is has always been a sense, like when I've been in a relationship with self press social, there is a sense of like, like, like I was just cro- like a um, a Checklist. point, a bullet point on a list that was yeah. just crossed off. Yes, I was just acquired like a piece of furniture and then just forgotten in the home, and it was just like, okay, done. I bought the couch, <laughs> I bought the watch, whatever piece of furniture I am. I became friends with Alexandra. Yeah, I became <laughs> became friends with Alexandra, and then there's nothing else. It's just that's been my complaint: is that there's no deepening, there's no the curiosity stops. Now it's just like, do we exist with each other in right. like a comfortable way? And I just kind of require a lot, a lot, a lot more than that. Alexandra calls it social blue balls. God, the worst, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the worst. Yeah, and that's of course in romantic context, but in in friendship contexts too. Like I have self press socials in my family, and sometimes like when we call to check up on each other or when I'm called to like be checked up on, it's just kind of like, and I've said, I think I've said this in another podcast before, but I'm, it's basically like my like state of aliveness is being checked on (laughs) without (laughs) much curiosity on like what's going on in my internal landscape. What am I thinking of? Who am I talking to? What are my new ideas? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Stuff like that. It's just like, Hey, you're, you're saving. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, are you eating? Are you exercising? You that life insurance policy. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then it's just like a 20 minute. I can easily, easily have a conversation that can flow for like hours and hours. But a lot of the times with these family members from that are self-press social, it lasts like 20 minutes and then it's done. And I'm like, yeah. well, God, like, no wonder I feel like there's not a intimate. Rela- it's just it feels hard for me to be intimate, to feel intimate with self-press social because there's just like um their sense of satisfaction comes from such a more such regulation. a regulation. Like, yes, it comes from mm-hmm. regulation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's like, okay, I can, I think I'm pretty good at regulating people. So it's just like their satisfaction is met very quickly and mine is not. <laughs> I, uh, I sometimes get a little triggered around Alexandra's, uh, some, some one side of her, her family because 
Um, she has social self present in her family and self present social. And being a nine, you know, like, like my family self present social, I get triggered by them, but I don't really care if they like try to get to know me or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like Alexander being a nine, it's a whole different thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like of sure. feeling unseen and there, there's, it's just all that stuff about. You know, I I've been I kind of like display my obnoxious personality, you know, just <laughs> relentlessly. And you know, as a nine, there's this slow reveal, and only revealed to those who are really worthy of being revealed to. And it, it can but also me- like express any kind of curiosity. Like I'm not going to show myself to someone that doesn't seem exactly. interested. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I'm going to like display like this is me, you know, whatever. But you know, and so I get triggered around her family because there is so much that they just don't know about her mm. based right. on oh, yeah. this sort of checkup thing. And so right. for, you know, even though it's like a just a slightly different instinctual stacking, it's caused her a lot of suffering. And they don't even know her. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's how it feels. Yeah, a lot of loneliness for a, so, a, so, a social dominant, and right. so I, yeah, that can rile me up. Yeah, yeah. My mom will call me about some ticket notification or mm-hmm. that she got at that. And in in my mind, yeah, sure, that's important, but that's like a thirty second conversation. Hey, ticket showed right. up for you. But no, she'll just go off for like five plus minutes, and then she'll move <laughs> on to, you know. Um, some other self-pressed thing that doesn't seem that important. So I get really, I do get triggered as to like, we're wasting so mm-hmm. much time making yeah. a big deal out of something that we're not going to remember a couple, a month from now. Like, this is just like okay. taking a shit. You want to sit there and have a full on conversation <laughs> yeah. about the shit went. that you took. Yeah. Like, what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, this is a non-issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what just was like- the consistency of the shit. <laughs> yeah. What time did it happen? It's like, is it regular? Is it happening enough? Right. Yeah. So I've, I've gotten triggered by, you know, especially like more reactive types that are self-pressed because mm-hmm. then it's like, imagine six reactivity around self-pressure. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is like, I think that's more in some, it, it might be more triggering than the social, even though socials, you know, it's got its own way of being triggering. Uh, because it's like I I have my foot in the self present, so I get it. But it seems like why the fuck are we still talking about this? Mm-hmm. Yep. Why are we still talking about this thing yeah. that is just like a thing that we can just handle and be done with? This is not interesting. Like, yeah. why? <laughs> so that's yeah. that's the thing that triggers me about uh, self press yeah. social because it's like this is not the world that I want to exist in. Yeah. Also, so this is social in like group settings. Self press social can be really obnoxious to hang out with because. They make friends like nothing. Like they, but it's like I don't friends, believe. Though? I yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't believe they're fucking friends. But they make friend, quote unquote, friends like nothing. They right. met people in a grocery store, or they went like to a spin yeah. class, and suddenly they have like thirty friends, and they want you to hang out with these thirty friends. Yeah. And me as a social self friends, I'm like, I don't fucking know any of these people. Right. But then they they have like three conversations with you, and they're like, eh, we're friends now. Yeah. No, we're not. <laughs> no, yeah. we're not. Do not call yourself my friend <laughs> alexandra needs a nine hour conversation where there's lots yes. of tears and laughter yes and, <laughs> and love books and things like this yeah i need a lot but yeah uh, that, that the concept of friends uh self-pressed social concept of friends is like <laughs> it feels really slutty around friendship it feels like so the barrier of entry to become a self-pressed social's friend is like well let's just sweat together at the gym <laughs> yeah. a few times <laughs> 
and we're close now. <laughs> right. All right. Well, what I've do, had enough. All right. Well, what do we like <laughs> about self or social? Cause Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely f- no. Well, all right. No, that's not true. I I like I I have more of an aesthetic thing. Even though we've shit on a lot of their aesthetic. Okay. There's kind of like a. I kind of think of it as like the Cormac McCarthy, like, uh, like, or like survivalist kind of almost survivalist, but it's like dark country, you know, kind of this, yeah, like, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. sure, like, like you're on the prairie and there's like a dark storm rolling in and like all the wood is like really old, decayed. And, um, so I like that. I like, uh, I do like, you know, uh, I am a white person, so I do like hiking <laughs> somewhat, <laughs> sometimes. He admitted you know? that publicly. Yeah, I know. <laughs> sometimes I like to hike. Um, I had a friend in high school, and he and his dad, or his uncle, his uncle's our te- the, his uncle was a teacher at our school, and it was in his class that I learned the Enneagram mm. through, you know, a, a, through Mary, who was in that class too, and Colleen. Um, but it was outdoor ed, and... Mm. We did like whitewater canoeing and like hiking on the Appalachian Trail, and that was like really fun. Mm. Um, so what I kind of liked was this quality of approaching something that seems unknown or wild or, mm. um, yeah, untamable, and somehow finding a way to quote unquote tame it or or move through it. You know, like going down whitewater rapids in a canoe, you're like this doesn't make any this is stupid mm-hmm. but then you're just getting thrown around by these rocks and all these like you know and we were in uh the the one they did in the 1996 olympics one that like river or whatever mm-hmm. and that was like you know you were like risking your life feel it felt like it maybe not actually because we were fucking high, high school but like you could feel like just like whoa i'm going under rocks and all this other shit that was cool. I've always liked that there's a healer aspect to self press social. Mm-hmm. And when they really understand that, it's like a connection to something sacred. You know, it's like, it's like that part of the body becomes an entry to something deep. And then, uh, yeah, and then lastly, like, you know, I was mentioning the antique show thing. Like, antiques and, like, little weird, like, those have a lot of memories for me. Like, looking at weird old stuff that I didn't know what it meant. Mm. And so there's this kind of like the thingness can bother me, but then there's also a kind of a thingness and a clutterness that I like in its own way. Yeah. When it feels like the clutterness is not just like buying a bunch of shoes, mm-hmm. but it's like old objects that have been preserved yeah. that have some like longevity, and you're like, oh, this like I mean, I have well, this whole like I don't know what the fuck this is, but it's mm-hmm. cool, you know, yeah, and it's right. got like I'm sure that was something, yeah. But one thing to me, self res Dom in, in general, um, is uh, that it, the thingness of it is uh, so intense or can be so intense that it's partly about uh, fetishization of objects. So mm-hmm. you're imbuing objects with a, a special potent power that's in the physical object itself. I think mm. that's a piece of self-pres in general, and it, mm-hmm. and it might have a certain iteration with self-pres social, because maybe it's, um, I mean, I think of self-pres sexual, that's more sort of, I don't know, mystical or something like that, whereas... Uh, Mystery objects. Yeah, exactly. Um, one thing I was going to say about some of what you just said, John, it's like, um, is 
uh, it kind of relates to some of what you were just talking about, like the the river stuff, the hiking, some of that physical stuff. It kind of makes me think of that association I have in the Baba, with the Baba Chakra, where self-res social correlates with the animals realm, mm-hmm. and so it's very much that that space of survival in nature, and and pitting yourself against nature in some way, you know, conquering a mountain or a hill with your physical stamina and all of that stuff. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, for me, I I like. Suppress social's intensity about health and nutrition. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. like that too. They, uh, because when they have I, it, when they have yeah. it, because yeah, yeah. some suppress socials just fucking completely disregard it and they're yeah. just made of toxic sludge. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yeah, like, I'm not talking about like regular suppress social people, yeah. I'm talking about like nutritional experts, okay, people yes. who yeah, make no. who make it like they're actually seriously interested in nutrition, like the way that I'm obsessed with the Enneagram, like they go oh, yeah. hard in paint yeah so i like following those people because it's like i don't i i don't have that level of intensity but like someone who's picking up insights and nuggets about this thing that's very essential to all of our survival uh it's good to like just lift their insights basically um so when it comes to things like that like business and nutrition things that i don't have the i've recognized that i don't have the instinctual intensity for that i can just sort of like eavesdrop on people who have that level of intensity and just pick up little nuggets that you know help me live better so yeah there's several instagram uh, accounts that i follow that are it's you know kind of what we're getting at in a way is just i don't know if this is the right way to talk about it or whatever but it's there's sort of there's high vibration yeah self-pres social and there's lower vibration and there's self-pres social in the high vibration level it's it's you know it's really uh, integrated yeah. with with uh intuition and uh mm-hmm. and some kind of mastery that has subtlety to it and it's not just going into micro details that are i don't know uh, irrelevantly personal mm-hmm. or something like right. that yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah i also do really appreciate the craftsmanship that comes from particularly yes. self-pres social I do think self-pressed sexual can have it, but there is something more, I don't know, I think it belongs to self-pressed social more. It does. Like the really like intricate details and like wood carvings or like, you know, like a lot of musicians, pianists, guitarists, violinists, it's a craft, it's a, like a, like a tedious practice that has yielded this like beautiful craft that comes from self-pressed social that is really, this really remarkable and deserves a lot of credit. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, part of what you're getting at there too is is it's got the social piece where there's a lineage mm-hmm. to the craft and so forth. Mm-hmm. And um, also, maybe it's slight tangent, but I'm thinking of my elemental stuff too. Like self-pres, let's say, is a container, right? A wall or a, a let's say a clay pot. Self-pres with with Social air, I'm doing my elemental thing, right? Self-res is earth, social is air, and sexual is uh, fire and water. So imagine Mm -hmm. fire and water, you know, in a clay pot. It's kind of, it's not, there's, it's, it's destructive actually, ultimately to the clay pot. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's, it's, it's a, it's a, an extreme opposition and it's a, an electrical uh, you know, storm or whatever, as opposed to the solidity 
and long-lastingness of a dry clay pot. Mm. You know, uh, so there's there's really self-res sexual, and I'm sure you guys will get to this on when you roast me. But there's you know it's kind of swamp. It's 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 destructive <laughs> actually in a mm-hmm. way. It's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. into the subversion almost piece leprosy. Yeah, something like that. Anyway. Yeah, another thing that comes to mind too is self-pressed. I do really, really, and this is with both self-pressed types, but I have more experience with um, self-pressed social in general. Um, I really appreciate their respect for the body and like anything Mm. that, like the boundaries that come from body things. Like as a social type and with sexual types, actually, there's this constant feeding, you know, of like the energy that comes from other things, other people, blah, 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 blah. Um, but with self-pres being very like single, I guess single, I guess, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's an automatic respect from a boundary that comes from like, I'm, I'm tired. I'm just really sleepy. I'm like physically deflated in any way. It's instantly like, all right, we're good. Go take Mm -hmm. care of yourself. Like, it's like they can put a pin in anything at any moment, Mm -hmm. which feels really good. And then you can just pick it up when all your lights are green again. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, really respectful of energy expenditure. Mm-hmm, yeah, um, and it's not like I can sometimes take that as like, oh, this they're using this as an excuse. They don't want to talk to me anymore. Da da da. But I right. feel with self pres dominance, it's just like, oh, yeah. Pause. Go yeah. sleep. Go yeah. eat, and we'll come so, back. Like the way I'm done with this conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, we didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know. Yeah. 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 We heard. Yeah. I mean, and I don't the, the three of us don't respect your physical yeah. needs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm about to leave, you know. <laughs> Just leave us like all the other self-pressed sexuals do, um. David. <laughs> no commitment. No social bond. So, there we go. There's all the right. sexual blind. Oh. Sexual blinds. Right, we should do self-pres blinds next. That will be fun and yeah. hilarious. Yes. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Just the two babies of the Enneagram. God, yeah. Babies. <laughs> say about those fucking babies, crackheads and love bombers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crackheads. infantile children. All right. Well, let's let okay. our baby go to sleep. Yeah. Our self-pres baby. <laughs> got one go left. Regulate his body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, guys. <laughs> All right, that's All right. fun. <laughs> yeah. Later. Bye. Yeah. Bye, guys.